Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleash on Twitter. Still a lot going on with the virus and vaccines and masks. The controversy continues. Uh, some people have gotten even more stringent on their mask wearing. We just had the first uh, helicopter ride on. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a ride, but it was no. a flight. It was a helicopter flight on Mars yesterday. Mm. The first time anything from Earth has ever flown on another planet. Oh, wow. And it was spectacular. Oh, look at there. Look at that. It's Look at that. A little choppy. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, Do we have the reaction from the... We uh, don't have any of the reaction. Okay, good. Because that's what I wanted to talk about was the reaction. Mm. Uh, the reaction, of course, was... Uh, uh, they were so psyched at NASA. And every single one of them was wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, no. They all work together... You know, every day, I'm sure they've all been tested. You really have to have masks on the whole day at work at NASA? Not only were they wearing one, most of them had two masks on. That's depressing. And so they're talking about the flight. This is a historic moment. It's a really... Sorry, what? The first helicopter flight the first on what? another planet. So we're putting on a planet. What? I cannot understand what you're saying. What? Yeah, that's because I have two masks on. Right. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. you got two masks on. Two masks on. But we're I'm going to another store. So ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous. Just stop. Yeah. Gut check. Stop. (laughs) Gut check. Stop. It's it's insane. It's to the point where look at this guy. Look at this total and complete buffoon in a swimming pool. Oh no. With a mask. Here we go. Uh, You okay? Everything all right there? Hey man. Pop your head up. Yep, there he is. Oh, come on. You You look like an idiot. Gotta be kidding me. You sure do. (laughs) You sure do. This world, man. Got to be kidding. Why are you wearing a mask in a swimming pool? What is that doing for you? What is that doing for you? First of all, first of all, the mask is for airborne particles. Uh, If it's in the water... It's not airborne. Yeah, but I've heard that it's everywhere, Pat. Yeah. I hear that it's um, it's where I sleep. It's where I swim. Yeah. It's uh, everywhere I go. It follows me. No, it really doesn't. Unless though. I go the right way down an aisle. <laughs> yeah. And unless I sit down in a timely manner. Other at than at that, a restaurant. Right. Other than that, it's everywhere. Think about everywhere. that. Everywhere. Always. Always everywhere. Dude's wearing a mask in a swimming pool. Jeez, man. And yet... He probably, well, maybe he doesn't. I was going to say, he probably pees in it. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> but now I'm beginning to I wonder. He, did. he probably I pees he in peed it. in the pool, but he's wearing a mask, so he's protected. <laughs> okay, not where I was going, but I like your, your way better. Yeah. 
He probably just peed in the pool, man. Probably did. Or somebody did. So That's what the chlorine right? is for. And now it's going to sit in there in that mm-hmm. mask? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll get right up close and personal with it, with your mask on. So that's great. That's really good. We've gotten so stupid that you can't noodle this out. You don't need a mask in the water in a pool. Come on, man. Come on, man. Mm. But no, uh, we're not smart enough to noodle that one out. I just, I, <sighs> I don't think there's, some of these people aren't coming back. No, I, a lot of this is permanent. That's what people are talking about. In Oregon, they're talking about going permanent. Uh, there was two other states as well. So Virginia right? has already, Virginia already made it so that you have to wear a mask at work and okay. the workplace. Okay, forget you. Indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, Oregon wants to uh, make some of these things permanent, and right. Michigan as well. Michigan's the other one, yeah. <laughs> Look at Whitmer. Isn't she the best? She's really good. Yeah, she's she's been great. And she follows all the rules, too. And by the way... That she makes. Yeah, she does. <clears throat> or she does. She wouldn't be a hypocrite. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, that wouldn't be a good governor. No, no. She wouldn't head to Florida. No. <laughs> Except she did. What? So I guess... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she would. Uh, also, anybody who criticizes her, she thinks it's uh, misogyny. They're misogynists because they're criticizing her. Okay. I guess she doesn't she doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah, so if <laughs> anything you say about her that wasn't that's not exactly glowing praise, mm-hmm. well, you're a misogynist. Cool. So. So I you like got it. that going for you too. I need a T-shirt that says the word misogynist on it. Mm-hmm. And that means you're a misogynist. That means you're a misogynist. Yeah. I don't know why you'd print up a t-shirt like that, but <clears throat> you know, feel free if you want. Keith Overman suggested it once. Right, he did. So, um, yeah, but, but Whitmer goes to Florida. Her staff goes to Florida for spring break. Another one of her staff goes to uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama for spring break. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. How, how do you live in a state where your leaders are this hypocritical? I, I don't... Pathead uh, Justin Anderson sent this to us. Uh, figured you enjoy the latest mass hysteria mm. up here in Minnesota. Okay. This time, Roseville, Minnesota, requires adult men's softball leagues to wear a mask outdoors while playing softball. Can't no. make this stuff up. No. And I wouldn't be joining that league. Frankly. Oh, I joined the league. I'd never wear the mask. Then they'd probably be kicked out. Would they? How about if everybody on every team stood up and said, I'm not wearing your stupid mask? I don't know. I'd like to see it, though. Uh, participants will stay at least six feet apart at all times. How does that happen? How do you play a game of softball and stay six feet apart from someone at all times? To allow social distancing, please stand outside of the field when your team is up to bat. What? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to stand on the bleachers, okay. I think. Oh my gosh, that is unbelievable. I mean, that's what MLB did last year, right? They had mm-hmm. guys were sitting out in the stands. No more than four players should be in the dugout at one time. The rest of the team should be uh, spread out outside of the dugout. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? So, so dumb, man. You know you're outdoors, right? And you know that even the powers that be, even the branch COVIDians, hmm have pretty much realized, hey, outside, it's pretty safe. Just be cool outside, okay? Be cautious, somewhat cautious, and uh, use your noodle, and but you're fine outside. Nope, not in Minnesota. Uh, 
no spitting or use of sunflowers. That's always a good safety tip, frankly. I hate that. I don't know. I don't get the spitting in baseball thing, but it's extremely prevalent. Can you still scratch yourself? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> if you feel comfortable with I'm it. I'm just checking. Go make ahead. Make sure it's in the rules there. Uh, the team in the field will provide the ball for play. Uh, each team will need to provide a game ball to achieve this. One coach per team will conduct a pregame meeting at home plate. All involved are requested to keep six feet of social distancing (laughs) during the ground rules and the coin toss. Do you fling your lineup card at the other manager? Here's our... Oh, crap. It's on the ground over there. Go pick it up. It's our lineup. The catcher, umpire, and batter should all maintain six feet of social distancing during... How how do you do that? You can't do that. That's a hell of a strike zone. Come on. (laughs) So dumb. Oh, that's asinine. That's crazy. So wait, now the catcher is six feet from the batter? Yeah. That Yeah. And so, then and then the umpire is six feet from the catcher. Okay, but then the softball it comes into the strike zone and then what bounces I don't know. Between the batter and the catcher? I guess so. What it would and then and then six feet behind him is the up what do you got, Blue? Was that a strike? I I, I don't know. I can't see him. Twelve feet away from the batter. Mm-hmm. Literally 12 feet away. What a what a stupid society we have. But go ahead and have a really good time in your softball yeah. league this year. What do you want? We, we, we opened up the park hey, for you? Yeah, uh, you can play softball if you want to. <laughs> As it's getting so much better, I mean, and not in every jurisdiction, not in every state and municipality, but I mean... The situation is way more under control than it was last year. We, yesterday, uh, less than 500 deaths nationwide. Wow, that's pretty good. And Texas wow. and Mississippi, their lowest levels in over a year. You know, those crazy Neanderthal states that over a month ago mm-hmm. dropped their mask mandates. Jeez. That's really something. But really you, something. But you be sure to stay six feet apart and then another... Six mm-hmm. feet apart back here, umpire, catcher, batter. There in Minnesota. Stupid. It, it is stupid. Also, when a batter has gotten a single or whatever and he's on first base, yeah. and then they, the first baseman is trying to hold him there, you can't do that, I guess? Well, in softball, you well, probably wouldn't anyway. But you got to be six feet from the from the guys on base. Think about this. You know, it's a, it's a ground ball. You're, you're the second baseman, right? There's a guy on first. Ground ball, the second baseman. If you tag the guy running from first to second, you're out of the game. You you just violated the social distance policy. You mm-hmm. agreed when you came to this park that you were going to stay six feet away. I saw you tag him with the ball. Get get to your car, sir. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's... In fact, call the, the police. Rules. Call the police on the guy. You know what? Yeah. Have him arrested. Get the second baseman Bastard. out of here. You guys How are playing you? with nine How now. dare you tag someone? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to kill him? Are you trying to kill the others around you? Are you trying to kill old people? I mean, it's only a game. Why are you trying to kill everybody by <laughs> getting into their personal space like that? What a world. And again, this is as others are starting to wake up. Even Slate, even Slate wrote that it's time to stop wearing masks outside. Slate is super liberal. And even they have come to the conclusion well, because of the science involved, it's time for us to stop wearing masks outside. Stop. 
Uh, did we ever start? <laughs> some did. Yeah, yeah. Some, many, many did. many did. Oh, yeah, I see them. A lot I know. of them still do. I know. Oh, I know. You in know, New York, they don't go anywhere. They're always uh, in a mask. Always. I know, man. And and if if anybody does pull down their mask for a second so they can breathe while they're walking down the street, anytime somebody's within 30 feet of them, they put it right back up. Mm, they get arrested like that second baseman we were talking about. Right. Huh? Yes. Scoff laws. Yeah. And they should be. They should be put right. in prison for trying for attempted murder. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Attempted murder. I'm glad you're saying that. I yeah. did, I didn't have the guts to say that. I'm yeah. glad you did. Somebody yeah. had to. Right. Somebody had to, Keith. In China, they, they got to be laughing. You know, they just sit oh, around. They're geez. like, "Can you look at these Americans? You see, they got this softball league in Minnesota." Could this have gotten any better? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we started this and sent it to them. Yeah. And now look, they've completely come unglued as a nation. Check it out, man. That They came to inspect us and we were like, yeah, we already inspected it for you. And they were like, oh, okay. And then they went home. Ha 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 suckers. They've got to be loving this over in China, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, day after day, President Biden, who's 78, who's been fully vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus, is seen outdoors wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. His top health advisor on the coronavirus, Dr. Anthony Fauci, also urges Americans to wear masks outdoors. And maybe even two masks just to be safe. <laughs> and by the way, NASA took them up on that. They're doing it. <laughs> but one liberal website finally taking aim at outdoor mask wearing. And we just showed you the headline on that. It's about time for us to stop wearing masks outside. For a while now, this has felt a little unnecessary. You think, Slate? If understandable, given that we were still learning things about the virus and we're trying to be careful, as careful as possible. Uh, Senior editor Shannon Paulus wrote, but now as we've come to know more about the virus as vaccinations are ramping up, And as we're trying to figure out how to live with some level of COVID in a sustainable way, making up, uh, masking up outside when you're at most briefly crossing paths with people (laughs) is starting to feel barely understandable. Starting to? (laughs) Well, thanks for at least that. Yeah, thanks for getting there. Get there fast. Then, of course, the requisite look. I believe masks and even shaming Right, I noticed that. Are stuff. indispensable <laughs> in controlling the spread of the virus. Uh, so this this uh, this liberal writer, uh huh, right? They 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 can get on board with take the masks off outside. Yeah, but they're still all about the shaming inside. Yep, but yes, but if somebody's not wearing a mask and you think they should be, you should shame them. Despite early waffling, public health experts are virtually unanimously in support of them and have remained so, even as our early dedication to scrubbing surfaces and uh, Cloroxing veggies wound down. Right. I mean, that was found to be unnecessary. And now we've known for some time that uh, wearing a mask is unnecessary. And you know it's unnecessary when Slate even starts to admit it. I mean, yes, it's written in a very... Uh, liberal way they understand all the hysteria but outside is safe everybody can we just understand that now and and maybe stop with the mask thing outdoors so okay so you're saying that walking through the parking lot right Mm -hmm. it's cool to not wear a mask yes that's what i'm saying okay well now i'm gonna throw your Mm -hmm. curveball here all right okay 
What if you're in your car driving down the road by yourself? Should I be wearing a mask? No. But that's not outside. No, I know. That's, but, that's indoors. There's no one around you. What are you afraid you're going to get the virus from? But the article from? said... Are you going to give yourself the virus? Or is your steering wheel all lathered up in virus? What's going on there? <laughs> but somebody will read that article. <laughs> yeah, I, they will. There is there are more than one person out there that will read that article and say, well, okay, I don't have to wear a mask outside, but it didn't say anything about it in my car. That's inside. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the kind of people we're sharing the planet with. I know. And for those people, go ahead and wear your mask at all time. Wear it to, wear it to bed. When you're alone in bed, uh-huh. you better have your mask on. How many? Because you just don't know. At least two. At least two. At least two I gotta, at all times. I got to be honest with you. That kind of person, I, they have nothing that I want to hear uh, that they would say. And so muffle it as much as you can. Right. That's My right. gosh. <laughs> stupidity. Just utter butt stupidity. Seriously. I mean, guy, guy in the swimming pool with a mask on and so on and so forth. Some of these people aren't coming back. Some of these people mm-hmm. are going to be wearing masks always for the rest of their lives, and they are going to raise children that are going to wear masks for the rest of their lives in all situations. You will, there will never be a time <clears throat> going forward in our lives where we won't see at least one to <laughs> dozens of people a day wearing, wearing masks, masks, no matter yeah. what is it's, said about COVID. It's going to be like Asia because they've been wearing masks over there for a long time uh, in China to protect themselves from pollution and whatever. I don't know. And viruses, pig flu, I don't know, bird flu, all that stuff. They've they've worn masks off and on. Uh, I don't want to do that here, but people are going to. You know they're going to. Just and, and, There's already people who have made up their minds. I'm always going to wear a yeah. mask now. Yeah. Um, easily influence society. But when you're at the water cooler today and you're at work... You just throw out that fun fact. Less than 500 people died in the country yesterday from COVID. I mean, that's less than 10 people per state, right? Even Keith Math can figure that out. Mm-hmm. Hit them with that. Because the level of anxiety that your coworkers and your family and friends feel do not match that stat. That's for sure. All right. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Uh, these are people who uh, probably don't wear masks outside because they're fans of the show and uh, they know better. They know they don't need to. Now, if you want them to, I'm sure they will. If, if you're uncomfortable with them, you know, having a naked face while they're around you, uh, I'm sure they'd respect your, uh, your sensibilities. But they're also going to be the kinds of realtors that can advise you in all the things uh, you need to do to sell your home. Whether or not it's, you're going to get your money out of it, if you repaint or replace countertops or, you know, update your kitchen or bathrooms, whatever. Uh, will you get the money out of it? Is it going to be worth doing? These are the agents who can uh, see you through that whole process. And so that you get the most out of your money or out of your home, the most money out of your home, and uh, you sell it in the least amount of time. And if you're relocating, you've got to both buy and sell. So it's really important to have people that you can trust get you through the process real estate agents i trust the name says it all real estate agents i trust.com pat gray unleashed uh, if you live in uh michigan i feel for you i'll feel your pain i do i feel your pain 
Actually, I don't because I'm in Texas and we don't have that pain anymore. Um, They've removed all the mandates and restrictions and all the nonsense. Now, private businesses still insist sometimes that you wear a mask. But the government's not doing it. Now, in Michigan, they're going the exact opposite direction. As we briefly mentioned, almost every state instituted emergency rules to deal with COVID-19. That included, you know, the mask mandates, the limits on gatherings, school shutdowns, and all kinds of things. Michigan has had and continues to have some of the most severe restrictions. In Michigan, I don't have to tell you this if you live there, you couldn't even visit your home upstate or upper Michigan, whatever they call that. You know, a lot of people have a home on one of the lakes. The Upper Peninsula? Yeah. And if you live in Detroit, say, and you wanted to go to your home on the on the lake, you couldn't do it. Couldn't even visit your own home. <laughs> That's nuts. Then I tell you what. How about I no longer pay taxes on that home? Right. Uh, see what happens, though, when you when you try that. I mean, there's it's just a no-win situation. But what makes Michigan truly unique and irritating is that it now wants to make its emergency rules for businesses permanent. State bureaucrats are moving to impose permanent regulations that would mandate the following mm-hmm. and more on all Michigan businesses. Mask wearing whenever employees are within six feet of someone else. And why are they sticking to the six feet thing? Right. When, when they've said, when the CDC has said that's unnecessary. I, it's three I'm feet. telling you, we've said this. Why? People use, entities use the CDC as their backstop. Yeah. Well, we're going, we just follow CDC guidelines here. Okay. But when something gives you more freedom, if you want to call it that, and stretch it from six to three feet, then you should. Then these places don't update it. Right. So you got to be, you know, social distance, six feet. Daily, daily health screenings. You know how expensive that's going to be for these businesses? extensive record keeping and keeping a COVID-19 safety coordinator on site. Well, <laughs> we have the well yeah, health we're safety seal. We got it. So you can't mess with us. Yeah, we're, so We could be in good. Michigan, and but we're proudly displaying mm-hmm. our well health safety seal. Right. And see, Get off us. Good point. Good yeah. point. Because we're in yeah. Texas. We're going uh-huh. above and beyond. No right. one's requiring this. Nobody required it. <clears throat> But we're going above and beyond for you Mm -hmm. and your safety. So you know that when you're listening, you're listening in the most healthy way possible that we couldn't possibly infect you. Uh, Real estate or retail stores, personal care services and other businesses open to the public uh, would have to become the mask police. They would be required to make all customers wear masks, vaccinated or not. Now, that is really irritating. Many of these rules are based on mandates put in place last spring by Gretchen Whitmer. As such, many are based on outdated scientific knowledge Mm -hmm. about how COVID-19 spreads. Yes! As we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. She she is hideous. She might be as bad as uh, Andrew Cuomo. Is that possible? Could Gretchen Whitmer be as bad? Boy. I think it is possible. Plus, I think you briefly mentioned, uh, Keith, she did travel to Florida while telling her constituents they needed to stay put. Yeah, don't go, don't go traveling anywhere. Oh. That's what that uh, Illinois governor does, too. But, see, she was visiting uh, 
Was it her dad was sick? Sure, sure. Nobody else's dad gets sick. No. None of her constituents' dads or moms get sick in another state, Mm -mm. and they'd want to visit. No. And so this is a unique situation. It's a unique situation. situation. Well, hold on a second. She has a dad. No. And he's not feeling well. No, that Dr. Burks, remember Thanksgiving, Mm she's telling us not to travel, but... She went to see her parents. Then she traveled. That's Because right. they're sick. <laughs> it is incredible how often it's happened. It's incredible. And then, you know, uh, Newsom is in so much hot water because he told everybody not to go to restaurants. And then he goes to the French Laundry with like 30 people. Nobody wearing a mask. They're indoors. They're eating and talking and hanging out together at this huge table. And there's, I can't remember if it was 20 or 30. Mm-hmm. It was a ton of people yeah <laughs> and nobody else could can we address the elephant in the room though that's been bugging me for months Jeff, did jeffy just get here where where <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. see what i did there yeah i, I yeah. saw what you did there <laughs> <laughs> well, i thought wow he's he's early by about 24 hours <laughs> huh okay no I, just... no I guess not go ahead what's the elephant in the room then if it's not jeffy the French Laundry is the dumbest name for a restaurant on the face of the planet. Especially for a really nice restaurant. Right? I don't want to think about laundry while I'm eating. <laughs> I literally, every time you say the name of that restaurant, I, I know, see like bizarre. clothes hanging in the wind, I like know. undergarments and stuff. And I'm like, I know. I'm not one to eat right now. And yet, this I've is... never eaten there, but uh, it's supposedly one of the best restaurants in the world. Well, it needs a new name. I know. I know. <laughs> Just. Like Washington football team? Yes. You know how they got a generic team name? How about we just say California restaurant? (laughs) I mean, that would be better than the French laundry. Yeah. Yes, it would. Uh, Justice Whitmer said schools should pause. Indoor dining should be avoided. And individuals should should, uh, avoid gathering with friends indoors to mitigate the rise in new cases. Her top aide, Tricia Foster, also Mm. decided Mm. she was going to spring break in Florida. (laughs) These people. Gotta be kidding me. I swear. How do you not... Okay. I I don't know. How... (sighs) Seriously. Your whole staff should be pretty sensitive to this. Right? (laughs) The news of Whitmer's travel comes just a week after it was reported that Michigan's Department of Health and Human Services Director, Elizabeth Hertel, her top health official, who (laughs) leads the state's COVID-19 response... Spent spring break in Gulf Shores, Alabama. <laughs> By the way, I just got a message Come from the, uh, the elephant in the room. Just sent me this note. Oh. Said that uh, her husband went to uh, their second home. Uh, so oh, Whitmer's geez. husband is also uh, traveling. I, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But they know they're not going to pay any price for it. So why not? Why not? Just behave whatever way they want to. The same goes for the for the mayor in Chicago. What's her face? Lightfoot. Yeah. Uh, she, you know she can she can do whatever she wants. She can go to the hair salon because she cares about her hygiene. You low lifes don't. Doesn't look like it. I, <laughs> well, she said she did. Well, and you know that none of her constituents do. Try harder. So, <laughs> saying. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you saying she's not... Uh... I didn't say anything. Okay. You can't put words Good. in my mouth, No, I don't sir. want to. Thank I don't you. want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you have Oregon bucking the trend, too, with the permanent rule. Uh, that is, they're poised. They haven't done it yet, but they're they're about to. They're fixing to. They're fixing to? They're fixing to. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Why do you say it like that? 
That's a total... Fixin'? That's a total acceptable phrase. Fixin' yeah, too. of course it is. Oh, no. Of course it is. He doesn't think so. No, it is. Of course I've it is. told you about that time me and the weatherman from Chicago got into it over that phrase. So I'm a little fixin sensitive to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing an internship. And yeah. I asked him if it was fixin' to rain. And he just made this <laughs> big deal in the newsroom. I was an intern, the ABC affiliate there in Lincoln, Nebraska. That was a big Whoa, deal. Whoa, fixin' to? Fixin'? What's that mean, Southern boy? You're still a little sensitive. I am, Dean Wysocki. I'm not going to let that one go. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, so they're fixing to make it a permanent thing there in Oregon, huh? Congratulations, Oregon, the bastion of freedom in America. The proposal would keep rules in place until they're, quote, no longer necessary to address the effects of the pandemic in the workplace, unquote. Wow. So that's ellipsis to the end of time. Yeah. They, that's whenever they decide. It's whenever these people are out of office. That's when you'll get your freedom back. And they said, we're not out of the woods yet. So at least six states, Alabama, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, and Texas have lifted mask mandates. And some never implemented them, like <laughs> South Dakota. In Texas, businesses reopened for uh, 100% capacity last month. And look at our numbers. Look at our n- The proof is in the pudding. In January, Virginia became the first nation to enact permanent COVID workplace safety and health rules. Jeez. And now you got Oregon and Michigan uh, following suit, quite likely. Boy. That's ah, just unbelievable. The, the difference between the states is going to become more and more obvious. Yeah. And look at the results here in Texas. Just use your noodle. 888-933-93. More Pack Grand Leash coming up. Keith made me do it. Tweets, umpire is going to be sitting in the stands before long if they keep that up. <laughs> yeah, keep moving them back. Uh, softball league that <laughs> requires social distancing among all the players as the game is going on. How could you make that call, ump? You were in the <laughs> press box. <laughs> I know what I saw. Watching it on TV. Naked rooftop shrimp cutter. Tweets, uh, we should ban all sports with bats. Bats started COVID. Bats started after COVID. All. Mm-hmm. Proud Mr. Graybeard, my county here in Colorado, Douglas County, broke with a tri county health board and just lifted all COVID restrictions. Yeah, that's nice. a big deal there. I spent some time there last year, and those three counties <coughs> had like, the, they were all under the same like jurisdiction as far as health goes. Mm-hmm. And Douglas is more libertarian. And they were like, and so this, this has been brewing for a while. And here we go. There's going to be these kind of, of splits yeah. all over the place. Little oasises mm-hmm. in uh, yeah, there you go. certain areas of the state. Todd Curtis uh, tweets, according to World Meter yesterday, 4-19-21, there were 20 states with zero deaths and 15 states with less than 10. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, I found that wow. specific number, 483. 483 deaths mm-hmm. in this country yesterday. Really something. It's Good. a far cry from the 4,000 and yeah, something Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it 4,000? So we are uh, we're about one-tenth of where we were for a while. But again, to, to listen to the media or some of these leaders who love this power and this control, mm-hmm. you would have no idea that things that's, have improved the way they have. That's for sure. When you've got states talking about making masks permanent that's ludicrous i'd be for moving from that state oh yeah 
And uh, a lot are. I'm leaving. Many, many are. I'll bet. That 20, 30 cents is going to be something to behold, I think. Think about it. If you're this draconian under these circumstances with with a 1%, less than 1% death rate, whatever it turns out to be, from 1.7, I've seen 1.7, I've seen all the way down to 0.7. Um, but whatever it is, you know, over 98% of people survive this illness. Under those circumstances, you're getting this carried away? What's it going to be like if something really hits the fan? You don't want to be in a state like Oregon, Michigan. Uh, you don't, you don't want to. Uh, you're going to lose your freedom. Also, uh, open middle seats could reduce COVID exposure uh, for air travelers, according to the CDC. Now, everybody just filled the open seat in the middle. <laughs> American did it. Uh, whoever else... I didn't have it for a while, does now. And Delta, I think, was the last one to fall in line. They're starting to fill up their middle seat as well. But keeping them open, according to the CDC, on aircraft could reduce passengers' exposure to the virus that causes COVID-19 by more than half. Researchers, plus, it's just more comfortable. That's why I'm for it. Yes, please, leave that middle seat open. Uh, I hate a full row. It just that sucks. But the CDC uh, and the Kansas State University found in laboratory modeling that passengers' exposure to SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19. Are we still saying that? I mean, do you still have to go through that? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. We can't even get them to do a spell check (laughs) on their articles, but yet they're they're giving us the whole scientific (laughs) term. Right. You got to go through the whole science of it. I should have taken a screenshot. I was reading a story on CNN yesterday. And the word was sadness, and they spelled it S A D N E S. Good gosh! It's like I that. Just, really, you're you're. I almost said word I, processor. I can't read a single article almost without finding multiple oh, errors all through it. it Spelling is, errors, grammar errors, all kinds of. I mean, they don't even care anymore. There's your epidemic right there. Yes. Spell check. Yes. I mean, there's no excuse these days. <clears throat> but then we come to. Uh, the exposure to SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19. Oh, we got it. Yeah, we got it. Okay, <laughs> we know. We know. You could just say COVID-19. I bet there's a typo in there, too. On wide body and narrow body planes could reduce uh, the exposure between 23 and 57% if airlines leave the middle seat open, even if they aren't wearing masks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind that. What did you just say? Can reduce between 23 and 57% Uh their exposure if airlines leave the middle seat open, even if they aren't wearing masks. The CDC? Yep. How did that memo get leaked? I don't know. Somebody just got fired, I'm sure. Uh, How did we just fall from, (laughs) you're about to need a COVID vaccine passport to get on this flight to, yeah, you might not even need a mask. See, they don't know. They They don't don't care. They, they just, it's they all about control. And somebody let that slip through. I can't believe that didn't get caught before it left the, the fax machine. My gosh, I've said word processor and fax machine in this one segment. <laughs> I am old. It's so bad that it, this, this nonsense, this propaganda is even making it into all commercials. Have, have you noticed that Sam Adams, for instance, <laughs> their commercials 
pushing vaccine propaganda. Check this out. I hope this doesn't take too long. I'm double parked. Parked. Whoa. What's he doing there? Oh, it's an arm one? Your cousin. From Boston. Yeah! We're back, Sam's on me. Oh, I got vaccinated. Look, I can hang out. The shot? No, you saw the needle and passed out cold. Here you go. Continue to wear a mask. Unreal. Good luck, guys. It's a breeze. Don't miss your shot, Samuel Adams. Thank you for that, Sam. How cute! They're all standing six feet apart out on the street. Got got the cones too to show you where to stand because you know you're four now. Sweet Lord, we are done. That is what it's like. We're being treated like four-year-olds. <laughs> it is what it's like. I just... There are no words. There yeah, are no words. We're done, man. That's yeah. why That's why Webster's had to invent so many new ones. Like, irregardless, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we just ran out of words, but now we're just <laughs> making them up. <laughs> Nothing is adequate to explain the madness. Not, e- not even this. It's not- a madhouse! Mm-hmm. We're so far beyond that. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're almost to this. It's people. It's people. Silent greed is made out of people. Silent greed is people. We're about there. I think we're about there. The vaccine is people. Is it? I'm just saying. Yeah. We got the one with the... Oh, yeah. Which one parts? was that? Was that Johnson, Johnson & Johnson? Johnson, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's right. But whatever. I mean, what? we're good. <laughs> whatever. Just stand six feet apart. So... Get the baby parts injected into your body, and you're good, man. What mm. do you want? <laughs> and the umpire mm. needs to go and uh, stand in the parking lot and call balls and strikes. I mean, yeah. everything makes sense. Maybe he can watch the game on his phone <laughs> right. and, and call balls and strikes. <laughs> wait, no, wait a minute. Hold on a second. That is how Major League Baseball does it. They got people in New York City reviewing plays. So, yeah. uh, right. Well, and they have yeah. the announcers half the time or at their house. Oh, they're, they're at home watching the game on TV. I know. How many how many college football games and maybe even some NFL games did you see where the announcers weren't even in the same state, it's, let alone the stadium. It's terrible. Over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, like like the Braves announcers, they, they sit in an empty Truist Park. Oh, look, it's the All-Star game there. No, uh, they sit in an empty Truist Park and announce the games that are in another city, and then they're just dependent that's on right. the same uh, uh, replays and camera angles that you get to see, Right, too. that's exactly right. And, in, in fact, on a couple of BYU games this last season, the announcers were at home, and they couldn't tell what was going on because they got the same view I have <laughs> as it's happening. And one of them even mentioned, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard to to get the call right occasionally. Uh, you know, when you're when you're broadcasting from home and we see the same <laughs> shot that you do, yeah. yeah. So get your ass in the stadium, would you? Come our, on. Our, our umpire and crew tonight is uh, based in St. Louis at their homes in Metro St. Louis. The game, of course, is here in Miami. I mean, that's what it's. That's where we're at now. It is. It is. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Rough Greens, which we've been talking about for quite a while. By now, you know it's a supplement. It's a supplement for your dog's food. Just a powder that you sprinkle over the food, and man, do dogs seem to love it. At least the dogs I've encountered. My dog does. Glenn's and Stu's. 
there are some dogs. I think your dog tried it and didn't like it. Is that right, Key? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, um, but, but you didn't keep trying. Uh, you, yeah. We should have sent you a free bag so you could try it a few more See, times. I'm a quitter. See, you're a quitter. And um, we've we've discussed on this show how you know I need to get my dogs checked. So that's correct. Obviously, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. So <laughs> there's something a <laughs> little bit off with your dog, and you're not sure if they're gonna love it. Uh, why Rough Greens will send you a uh, a free package of it. They'll send you a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. Just see if they're going to like it. All you have to pay for is shipping. So go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F greens.com. That's roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Raised villages in the fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan. Shot cattle and dogs for fun. And generally raised the countryside of South Vietnam. I'm glad that was the last we heard of that guy back in the 70s, right? Don't you wish? Wouldn't you think it would be the last you hear of him? No, he goes on to become Secretary of State. Unbelievable. And one, one state away, Ohio, in 2004... Mm-hmm. From being president, I just scary. And now, now he's out. You know what is he? Climate czar now? Yes. Mm. Yes, he is. Yeah. Right. So I'm so, sure everything will be fixed because uh, he's taking care of it all. Did you see that video of that windmill that just kind of exploded? No. You want to see that? Play that windmill video. Look at that. There, there's, there's what the climate czar is uh, monitoring for Do us. Do we know why that happened or where I that is? I don't know. I need to find that out. Holy cow. Yeah. Nobody was hurt? That's just out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, there's little elves oh, right. that run around on like a wheel oh, okay. inside it. Yeah. Sadly. A really big bird got stuck. Yeah. Sadly, the elves are no more. What's that? He says a big bird flew into <laughs> Probably. Probably. I would like to find out what, what happened there. Because that sounds like something that ERCOT would have been responsible for. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What, what do you call those? Yeah. I call them windmills. Uh, turbines. Wind turbines. Wind turbines. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Explodes. I don't know. And we do. Do you know Texas has more wind energy than anyone else? Well, that's a shame. Anyone. And then you see what happens in uh, mid-February. <sighs> right. <laughs> right. Huh. Gets really cold, and the wind turbine freezes. And then you don't have wind power anymore. Huh. That's weird. Huh. Huh. That doesn't seem very reliable. I'm sure it is in some weird way. You could... But uh, didn't feel reliable Mm-mm. when all the power kept going off. Yeah. And the temperature outside was 2. And the temperature inside was about 38. <laughs> it was great. It was fun. I can't find what happened to that... Uh... The wind turbine? That, that particular turbine. Mm, all right. But uh, I know they suck. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, but Greta is back. Mm. She's pissed off. Uh, speaking of you know wind turbines and the climate crisis, um, here she is being upset about uh, rich countries oh, no. having the vaccine. And Just with the climate crisis... Those who are the most vulnerable need to be prioritized, and global problems require global solutions. It is completely unethical Uh that high-income countries are now vaccinated. 
young and healthy people if that happens at the expense mm. of people in risk groups and on the front lines Read in low it. and middle income countries. And this is a moral test. We talk today about showing solidarity, and yet vaccine nationalism, it's what's running the vaccine distribution. Yes! You gotta be kidding. We got a new phrase, Pat! Vaccine nationalism. <laughs> yeah, I How like it. How dare you? <laughs> I like it. Vaccine nationalism. What did so, I say? I said, what's going to keep us from getting these COVID passports? By having these poor countries not have the vaccines and they can't freely travel like the rest of us. So they're mm-hmm. trying to shore that up right now with the guilt campaign. My Vaccine gosh. nationalism is what it is. Pat. As if you shouldn't take care of your own before you take care of everybody else. It. This is how it should take care of yourself. And then once you've strengthened yourself, you can better help others. Mm. It does us no good if we all get sick and die and then can't help the rest of the world. So if you're that concerned about the virus, we should take care of Americans and then... We'll go out and take care of the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, it just, it's, it's a fact. That's why when they make the announcement on the plane, every single time you fly somewhere, hey, if the cabin ever becomes depressurized, uh, a breathing apparatus will fall from the ceiling. Okay. Make sure you put it on your own face first. Whoa. Whoa. And then help your children or those around you. Why? So that you don't pass out, and then nobody gets it done. That sounds like that's n- why mask nationalism to it me. It does, right? Selfishness. It's yeah. absolute don't be so selfishness. Selfish. What are you trying to do? No, it's just a simple fact of strategy of uh, and survival. That's what it is. Hmm. Uh, we need to take care of ourselves, and then we can help those around us. That's just ridiculous. Why are we listening to this? 12-year-old girl, whatever she is now, 17, 18, I don't know, I'm sick of seeing her. It's so, re- she's... <laughs> Who writes her I don't know, but it's terrible. She, I mean... They're awful. There wasn't a lot there. You could have memorized it, but she kept looking over at her notes there, like, okay, what did what did George Soros' team send me to say? Right. And, uh... Exactly. <laughs> vac- and you know that's what's happening. <laughs> vaccine nationalism. I love, I love how the that's, that's one great. thing you got to hand to the left, man. They come up with words and phrases and stuff. I mean, they that's they sure their job. Do. They sit around, they get paid to come up with crap like that. Yeah. To guilt us into things. Verity. And yet vaccine nationalism, it's what's running the vaccine distribution. Okay. <laughs> Shut Carter. up. Shut up. Makes me want to get a vaccine. Uh, no, nuh-uh. no, no. No, it doesn't. Almost. Mm-hmm. Almost pushes me. I'm going to go out and get one today just to spike just Greta to spike Thunberg. Greta. Yeah. And then when I don't show up tomorrow because I I passed out and died, you'll know what happened. Uh, it was all because story. of Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, the scenario where you grew a tail instead, though. That would yeah. be kind of fun. Right. Right? That would be kind of fun. Because <clears throat> then I'd have to decide, do I cut the hole in the back of my pants and let the tail out, or do I keep it hidden in my pants? No, you want people know. to know you have you a do. tail? Yeah, you want them to You want to show that thing <laughs> off, man. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Get to a tailor. Get that <laughs> hole cut out, man. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple Eight. 933.93. Also add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, one of my one of the Pat Gray jihads 
involves these uh, fake uh, racist hoaxes. People spray paint nasty messages uh, and then report them to the police. And it looks like it was a threat against a minority. And then it turns out to be the minority themselves who have done this. What? Over and over and over we see this. Threatening and racist social media posts targeting uh, students of color in in a Minnesota school were revealed to be a hoax. Um, no. According to KSTP. Stop. Superintendent, it's, it happened again. Superintendent of White Beak Lake Area Schools, Wayne Kazmerzik, said that a student confessed to sending messages on a fake Instagram account they created. <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? Uh, Kazmerzik uh, assured that the student sending the messages posed no threat or student of color yeah well because it it was him wait a minute i'm kind of hung up on the fact this happened in white bear lake <laughs> white beak lake white bear lake i think is oh what it is. It's, but it's spelled beak here th- that's racist is it bear in lake? itself it could be uh it could be another one of those no uh, you're typos right in a story because in the next in the next one they call it white bear lake are you serious yeah like, did we find yeah. a typo on the fly here like yeah, we, were we did about? <laughs> what we were just talking about and here's another example yep (laughs) superintendent of white beak lake area schools and then messages from the student led white bear lake high school (laughs) oh my gosh i swear man it it never fails (laughs) see a lot of times (laughs) when i go through these stories and i'll catch those little typos you know, I'll mark off the word and write the actual word just mm-hmm. so it doesn't happen. It looks like I missed this one. Yeah. Because th- these people from the Associated Press on down to local TV stations. Yeah. It doesn't matter what association. It could be Associated Press. could be Reuters. It doesn't matter. They all do it. Mm. They all do it. And then some of these, uh, you know, internet journalists that write about, I don't know, usually about teams and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are just so filled with mistakes. It's oh, hard yeah. to read them sometimes. It just pisses me off. Um, <laughs> this is something we're used to handling. So most of us handle it well, but we're tired. We're done. This is it. This is our last straw. Oh, no. According to senior Ashante Cox and a reference to the racist messages sent to a group that uh, she was added to, a group chat, and and they're all sick and tired of it. But it was, of course another hoax are they sick and tired of those since that's what it always is (laughs) they don't seem to be no shocking messages were sent to the group by an anonymous user including messages warning students to watch their back and to get hanged die kill yourself i'm still in shock i know racism is still a thing but i didn't know people would take uh take it to this extent this is way too far this is honestly just ridiculous i feel hurt i'm irritated i'm angry i'm uneasy Mm. i just want to cry i want to scream oh no that's according to senior uh, jessica cobway who was uh also added to the chat (laughs) yeah but then all these uh all of these hateful messages all of these threats Turned out to be a hoax once again by somebody in the group. I the the only way you're going to stop this is if you really throw the book at, at everybody who does this. I mean, they need to be charged, and so oftentimes they're not. They're just not. Nothing's done about it. You've got to charge them with false reports. Uh, 
and just wasting our time with this nonsense. Yeah. Taking us away from actual events that that might be uh, important to look into. But no, we're wasting our time on these hoaxes. And you got the white beat Lake Police having to respond to the White Bear Lake High School (laughs) stuff. Right. I mean, you got to cross jurisdictions. I mean, think of the man hours involved there and just... For White Beak and White Bear? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just... It's irritating. It's irritating is is what it is. (laughs) Also, the vaccine shaming continues. This is from uh, Pathead Glenn Stevens on Facebook. You get this notification now. Glenn, add a COVID-19 frame to your profile picture. We're committed to helping people get back together safely. Add a frame to your profile picture. Your new picture will be shown to your friends to inspire them to get their vaccines as soon as they can. No. (laughs) The Facebook company. Uh, No. Again. mm, No. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. So thanks for the offer, though. You're not gonna be moved to uh, get the vaccine. No, by regar- Facebook, regardless of what your friends are doing. I mean, because they're just showing you. Look, your friends are doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna make a health decision based. Can't on we that. shame you into this? Can't we? Look, everybody else is doing it. Why aren't you? Nudge, right? Why aren't you doing it? Yeah, but and it's, and if that doesn't work, then what do they do? They you know, shove, shove, and that's coming real soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is. If it's not already here. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, a really sad, sad story from Robert De Niro. Uh-oh. Has claimed his bitter divorce with Grace Hightower has wrung him dry. And he is fast running out of cash. <laughs> a judge has ruled that his ex-wife should receive about... $1 million annually, and that the couple will split the proceeds after selling their $20 million home. The couple have been locked in a bitter divorce battle since December 2018. Mm. Initially, they, f- they fought over custody of their nine-year-old child, but now the arguments are over money and property. Oh, wow, this couldn't happen to a better guy, could it? It's just so unfortunate. Hmm. Apparently, according to uh, Robert, her spending is just completely out of control. <clears throat> she claims that De Niro is worth $500 million, but his attorney says that his estranged wife's extravagant lifestyle <clears throat> is making things much worse for him. Mr. De Niro is 77 years old, and while he loves his craft, he should not be forced to work at this prodigious pace because he has to. (laughs) Oh, that's heartbreaking for him. That's heartbreaking. When does that stop? When does he get the opportunity to not maybe take every project that comes along or not work six days a week, 12-hour days? I mean, we're clamoring for him. I mean, it's kind of our fault, too. We love his stuff so much. That, that we're, we're just begging please, for another, please. give us another Robert De Niro yes, project, please. please. By all that is holy, we <laughs> must see him in another acting role. What, what is she spending the money on again, does it say? Uh, yes, yeah, Stella, McCarthy, Stella McCartney uh, clothing. Is that, Apparently that's quite expensive. Hmm. Stella McCartney, isn't that Paul McCartney's daughter, I believe? Oh. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I think Comes so. full circle here. And she's a designer of clothing items. 
and apparently uh, Robert De Niro's wife likes him a lot and spends a lot of money on him. Now, the, uh, the money earned from De Niro's next two movies are also going toward paying for De Niro's $18.25 million income tax bill. <laughs> Wait, what? He owes 18 and a quarter million dollars on his income tax? Why hasn't he been paying income tax? Mm. I thought this guy loved income tax. Yeah. I, I thought he loved paying the government. Because then the government does all the charity work for him. Huh. There's nothing ordinary about these expenses for 99.99999% of the world. These are extraordinary to an almost unimaginable degree, according to uh, Justice Matthew Cooper. I want to get these parties divorced. I want to get Mr. De Niro and Ms. Hightower to go their separate ways. They're both going to come out of this richer than most human beings who walk this earth. There's no question about it. (laughs) So apparently the judge is not moved by uh, his plight all that much. Uh, apparently, she spends at a pretty high clip. She spent $1.2 million at high-end boutiques, uh, Dolce & Gabbana, Stella McCartney, the Madison Etro store, mm, yeah, okay. Manolo Blahnik, and the list goes on. Purchases include $700,000 and a $1.2 million expenditure, expenditure on a diamond. Okay, what am I missing on the Stella McCartney clothing? I mean... It looks like something you'd see on the rack at Target. I don't understand. <laughs> really? How? Hmm, why I don't know. It, I mean, there's a here's a dress for twenty one hundred, twenty two hundred dollars, or another one for wow. thirty one fifty, another one fourteen fifty, wow. and I'm like, this is Target. I, <laughs> Maybe somebody can close in on what's so special about Stella McCartney uh, clothing, because I don't know. We don't, uh, we don't own so any of it in my home. on this planet that I just don't get. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to waste time trying to figure it out either. Huh. Weird. All right. Uh, also, the uh, Chauvin verdict could come down at any minute now. Uh, sometime this week, it's with the jury. And so they're going to they're gonna rule on a verdict here pretty quickly. And the... National Guardsmen are standing by just in case. You know, but I'm sure nothing will happen, right? I mean, pretty sure that everybody's going to just... Well, you don't have sitting congresswomen going up there mm-hmm. to cause trouble in the streets or anything like that, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, except uh, the opposite of that is true. Oh. Uh, and the judge involved said uh, had a little something to say to Maxine Waters, too. I'm aware that Congresswoman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational, but you can submit the press mm. articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, mm. especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch and our function. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think if they want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution to respect a co-equal branch of government. Their mm-hmm. failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, but I don't think it has prejudiced us with additional uh, material that would prejudice this jury. They have been told not to watch the news. 
I trust they are following those instructions and that there is not in any way uh, a prejudice to the defendant beyond the articles that we're talking specifically about the facts of this case. A congresswoman's opinion really doesn't matter a whole lot. Anyway, so motion for mistrial is denied. Oh, so oh. that hmm. was the defense saying, let's get a mistrial because of that. And, you know, but he, he denied it. Yeah, but he said that, you know, this might uh, help you down the road. On appeal. Yeah, but uh, why would it not work this time? I guess, I guess he just believes the jury doesn't know that. Sure, I believe that too, don't you? Yeah, once a oh, jury... I'm sure the jury is completely secluded from sure. all forms. I know how it works. I've seen Pauly oh, Shore in uh, Jury Duty, that movie. <laughs> I mean, that, that told us everything we need to know about the process, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was a that documentary was... When was that done? Pauly oh. Shore, like 90s? Late 80s? Uh, I don't know. Pauly Shore. There's a name I haven't heard That's in a That's a good while. movie. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Terrific. Boy, I wonder what he's doing these days. He might be a fun guest on that. Polly Shore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should try to get him. Yeah, 1995. 95. Little American right. courtroom comedy film. <laughs> comedy in the loosest form of the word. $21 million budget. Uh Oh, by the way. What? $21 million on okay. a Polly Shore movie? Hold on. Hold on. Wow. Did it or did it not make its money back at the it box office? It did not make did its not. money back at the box office. $17 million at the box office, so it fell $4 million short. <laughs> I mean, when you put that much cash into a Polly uh-huh. Shore movie, yeah. you, you should expect a big return. A, a huge return and, and on your investment. Look at that. It was, it was uh, Tia Carrera or whatever. Remember? She was from Wayne's World. Yeah. So, I mean, you had a couple of... Huh. A Vagoda was in that. That's right. Come hey, on. How did it not make $21 million? Did he actually die now, finally? Is he gone? Yeah. I think we lost you him. know what? That is such a... We lost him. That's one of those names where you're we just like, mm-hmm. he's got to be gone now, right? Right? Got to be. See. Yeah, 2016, he uh, passed away. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, and by the way, it is now official, if you missed it, the Capitol Police Officer, Brian Sicknick, died of natural causes. He did not... Uh, get beaten to death. He was not bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. He did not die from bear spray. Uh, he died from two consecutive strokes on the same day. Suffered two strokes and died of natural causes the day after he was confronted uh, by the rioters. Uh, I wonder if everybody's going to do a retraction on the story about how uh, he was murdered by that vicious insurrectionist mob i mean how many times did they repeat the same line and they keep doing it they keep talking about it whereas the only person who was actually killed in that event was ashley babbitt yeah when are we gonna find out the name the identity of the individual that shot her yeah they're never gonna announce it yeah Uh, people have pieced together who it is however yes they have yeah yeah Uh, All right, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain and it's brought on by inflammation and maybe you've tried everything, uh, maybe you've tried the -the over-the-counter drugs, anti-inflammatories, maybe you've tried prescription drugs and nothing has worked, let me give you uh, another way to go. Omega XL. This is backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it has what's virtually an off switch to inflammation. When the inflammation goes away, so does the pain. Pain relievers, tropical or topical rubs, 
Uh, just don't do anything. At least they certainly don't for me. But Omega XL neutralized the inflammation in my elbow that I had recently and just shut it down. And within two weeks, the pain was completely gone. So if you'd like to try something that could be a game changer for you and the pain you're in, uh, try Omega XL. To get you started, when you buy one bottle of Omega XL now, you'll get a second bottle for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat or 800-844-4888. Pat Gray. 888-933-93. Uh, this situation's going to get a lot better in Minneapolis now because sure. uh, Al Sharpton's on his way. Headed to Minneapolis to stand with the Floyd family as closing arguments are set to be made today. Well, it, it, it goes to the jury today, right? Yeah. So uh, we, we could have a decision at any time uh, following, following the closing arguments. But Al Sharpton, we had a little photo of him. Oh, look at there. Headed right for his private jet. <laughs> That's great. It's just a man of the people. Man of the people. Just a man of the people right there, Where, heading for his private jet to fly him to Minneapolis. Wearing a mask outdoors. Isn't that great? Point out. Mm-hmm. I am here to inflame the situation <laughs> and ask important questions like, why was traffic problems email sent? I don't know. We much. We must. And we will much about that be committed. Uh And that's what I have to say about this trial. So I think that's going to go really well. I think think everything's fine now. He'll calm things right down. And that's the thing about Al Sharpton. Right down. Like wherever there is an inflamed corner of the country... In he comes to just sort of settle everybody's nerves. Yeah. Right? He's that salve, yeah. right? Right. That just kind of... Yeah. Don't you wish it was that way? I, I really wish it was that way. Uh, that's not what, of course, he does. Um, that's not how he makes his living. He makes his living by stirring people up, by fanning the flames, and by pitting people against each other. We're talking about Does it every single the time. same Al Sharpton? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we are. Yeah. I know, it's surprising. A lot of people will be shocked by that. Wait, what? Not the Al Sharpton? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. The Al Sharpton. Uh, by the way, Joe Biden just called the border situation a crisis. But that apparently doesn't mean anything to the White House because it's still officially not a crisis to them. Yeah, never mind that Joe said that. Joe doesn't know what he's talking Joe's in a coma. You guys know that. <laughs> uh, Joe hasn't even proven lately that he's legally alive right now. I, I don't, I'm not sure if he is. So yeah. they're, they're just discounting everything he says. And he's not in charge. We all know that. So... Uh, don't worry about him calling it a crisis. It's not. He also decided that he's going to ban the term <clears throat> illegal alien. Employees of the two main U.S. immigration enforcement agencies were directed uh, yesterday to stop referring to migrants as aliens. That's a dated term that many people consider offensive. So, 
<sighs> memos issued by Customs and Border Protection as well as Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, recommend that agents instead use the words non-citizen or migrant. The change reflects guidelines set by the Biden administration, which is reversing many of the anti-immigrant policies. That term pisses me off so much. And they use it in supposed news stories. That's not anti-immigrant. They're against illegal immigration. Illegal is really important there. They're not anti-immigrant. They spell it right, though? Yes. Okay. Yes, they did. I mean, that's progress, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So pathetic. The spin on these. Just that little thing. Just that little portion shows their bias. Reversing many of the anti-immigrant policies of former President Donald Trump. Uh, you mean the policies that were working so great? Yes. Yeah. And the policies that were not anti-immigrant. Uh, Trump was pro-immigration, actually. He was pro-legal immigration. That's why he wanted the big, beautiful door in the wall. <laughs> you have a big, beautiful wall and a big, beautiful door in that wall. Uh, you might remember him saying that. So instead of illegal aliens now, uh, which was still being used by some government officials, employees should instead use undocumented non-citizen or undocumented individual. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. No. In a word, no. Not going to do that. But, you know, maybe ICE will. And the Border Patrol, who knows? We'll see. Just pathetic. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. CNN. So unbelievable. A few minutes ago, their big story was Donald Trump wants to boycott Coke, but his properties are still serving Coke. (laughs) Are you kidding? That's a news story? Donald Trump properties are serving Coke. (laughs) I'm telling you, they just can't get off him. They just can't. He is news crack to CNN. <laughs> news porn or news crack. They just, whatever. They're so addicted to him, they can't stop talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's pathetic. That was their breadwinner, right? Talking yeah. about him, and now he's gone. Yes. Now he's gone, and they can't leave it alone. And remember the James O'Keefe thing said, you know, that that was their goal, to get him out of office. Mm-hmm. And they did, and now they're sorry they did. <laughs> exactly. Now they're sorry about it, because what are they going to talk about all day? Well, I don't know. What are you interested in? Well, Donald Trump is doing a Coke uh, boycott. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, are his hotels still serving Coke? Because that'll make him look like a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so pathetic. Well, now their new it's mission so embarrassing. is going to be to get Biden out and Kamala in. Yeah, probably. Yes, and that that shouldn't be too hard to do. The guy's out to lunch, you know. The the lights are on, nobody's home. In fact, the lights are barely on. I don't even know if they are. He's going to have to prove that he's even legally alive, and I don't think he's done that (laughs) since he became the president. It's just flickering in there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Got some tweets here. Need a pumpkin pudding? (laughs) 
tweets, I see a business idea in garments that expose your new vaccine tail. Oh, yeah. Grooming products to follow. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, jury duty with Polly Shore. Oh, great flick, right? Right. Uh, Zelda Lil Bird 10 tweets, I 100% forgot about this movie until today. And, LOL. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's pretty welcome. forgettable. I would Starring say. the Weasel. Oh, my gosh. That was... That's pretty dumb. One of my least favorite persons to ever become famous. Really? Polly Shore. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. So After what we've been through in the 30 years since he was asinine. popular? Yeah. Even then. Ooh, one of my least favorite. a lot of... A lot of celebs since so then. So bad. Uh, Galt Shrug tweets, Polly Shore movies are the most honest representation of how much we should take advice from Hollywood. <laughs> that's true. I mean... Uh, that's true. Island Singer 1, how does someone who owes over $4 million in back taxes still have a private jet? Oh, yeah. You're talking uh, Al Sharpton. Oh, the guy who can't even read a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. It's great. So Al Sharpton reading a monologue is the equivalent to uh, the, these news stories that we get with the typos and the and the sentence structure. I was just trying to read you a quote during the break, mm-hmm. and the journalist who was quoting this individual couldn't even like the sentence did not make sense. It was so incoherent. I had to go back and find out what he actually said. <sighs> amazing it is unreal and it was a bill maher quote what right what yeah what is it what was it that bill maher said he was saying something along the lines of if you are white today in america you have two choices you're either a racist or you're a racist and you don't know it yet and Mm. he said i won't i I can't go for that you know no can do okay i can't go for that no okay no can do Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> and he's right. I he mean, right. that's that's the box they put you in. You're he's either right. a racist or you're a racist and you don't know it. That's right. Man, I can't go for that. No. No, no can, can do. do. No can do. <laughs> it's your little hollow notes. Yeah. This morning. Thing is, is... Oh, gosh, I just turned into Barack Obama there. Uh, that probably wasn't even what he said, that last part. No can do? Yeah. So yeah. I just... He probably didn't say, I can't go for that. <laughs> No can do. But I set you up nonetheless, didn't you I? Did. <laughs> you did. I love me some hollow notes too. Yeah. Despite the fact that it was such so disappointing to actually Don't meet you hate that? Yeah. When you meet sucks. these celebrities and yeah, I was they a big turn fan to, too. Yeah. But it was 1991, and he uh, and I think uh, Daryl Hall still thought it was 1981, uh, like 10 years prior when they were still having hits because <laughs> their hits had ended. That's pretty. It was pretty much over by then. Now in 1981. They were hot like fire, but uh, his attitude was still was still back in the eighties. That's for sure. You know who I experienced um, as far as meeting a celebrity, and I've also heard since then is that's is nice and more nice than you could anticipate was George Foreman. Oh, remember when he came to Houston? Great. Yeah, yeah, and hung out in, yeah, on the show. Great guy. I mean, awesome. the nicest celebrity. And recently I was having a conversation really on my podcast at the mic and somebody was mentioning like one of the greatest encounters they had with a celebrity was George Foreman. Yeah. And I've heard that time and again. And that's just great. I mean, he just seems like and is a mm-hmm. genuinely great, nice human being. Genuinely nice guy. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, we sh- we showed you the initial flight of NASA's 
helicopter. Yeah, it was exciting, right? Super, They're super exciting. They're calling it the, the Wright Brothers moment for the Red Planet. Wow, yeah, because the first flight on another planet to ever happen, uh, and it was done by this $85 million Mars helicopter. And he, here's what happened. Uh, I would say it's a success. <laughs> I would say it's a success. The NASA... Yeah, there they are. Oh, and she's ripping up the contingency plans because they don't need them. <laughs> hey, what's great there, too, is the double mask wearing. Uh-huh. Why don't you rip up the masks? Let's see if we get get another shot of them. Cause, oh, that's... Yeah, look at that exciting flight. There, see, look at that. Two masks. I can't... Listen to her. And you can't, you can't even tell what she's saying. Yeah! I think this is where we clap. Please clap. <laughs> and there's a bunch of people in there with double masking. Right just, right we can't even understand you, Pumpkin. <laughs> Come on. And this project has had many... What? Many in the room. The team in the room. The team on WebEx. What? Remove and one mask, Puddin. Just one. One mask. That's all I'm asking you. One. <laughs> Perseverance Rover, the best host oh boy. engineer you could ever <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't said, know. I don't know, but everybody's everybody laughing. laughing. Yes! Must have been funny. There's another Oh, there's another one. Well, you know I'm hugging you virtually. Oh, she's hugging virtually. You've been with me for four, five, six years. If it weren't for COVID-19, you guys don't have a chance of me. I don't know what you're saying, but that's great. It's good. That speech is inspiring. Right? Yeah, we uh, Okay, I've I've had enough. Oh. I can't take it. It would have been great if uh Neil Armstrong would have been wearing double masks when he went on <laughs> yes. landed on the moon. <laughs> Sorry, Neil, we didn't get that. What was that? Just... Yeah. I don't know. An alien. I think he saw an alien, guys. I mean, can, can you imagine some of the greatest speeches in history, like Lou Gehrig, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> what? I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm sure it was great. Yay, Lou! Woo! Uh. <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, a locker room speech, you know? Like, Vince Lombardi, mm-hmm. like, yelling through a mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, stop it. Our society is just... Uh, and the double mask apparently didn't keep uh, Lou from getting his own disease, which was weird. You know, because what are the odds? What, what, <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> what right? are the odds of Lou Gehrig getting Lou Gehrig's disease? Hmm. What are the odds of that? I mean, I mean they've got to be astronomical. You think his parents would have named him something different. Right. It just seems like they kind of set him up to fail. It's like, should we name it? I, I'm really, I'm really, I'm stuck on the name Lou for our boy. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we go with Fred Gehrig because they got this Lou Gehrig's disease out yeah. there, and it just and seems it would like be really weird if he got it. Right, his name. Oh, it'll never. What are the odds? It'll never happen. Ta-da! I bet if he had worn a mask, I mean, it would have muffled his speech, but it might have but, kept him safe, right? right. 
Because that's the science that that we hear about. He wouldn't have gotten it. Uh, All right. 888-900-3393. (laughs) Wait, we are bad people. Yeah. I mean, is it too soon? Is it too soon for Lou? Okay. (laughs) Our apologies to the Gehrigs. Yeah. Especially Fred Gehrig bringing you into this. Yeah, we shouldn't have. You should, well, you did it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm washing my hands of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, uh, the best tasting protein bar ever. They are so delicious. Uh, it tastes like a candy bar. Mm-hmm. There's nine amazing flavors. They've got two chocolate nut flavors, seven chocolate nut free flavors. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They're healthy for you. Seriously, it says on the wrapper right here. Zero guilt. And so true. Seriously, you can eat these without feeling like you just ruined your whole day. There's 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. They're just, they're amazing because I don't know anybody else who's been able to crack that code to make them taste like they didn't come from Dow Chemical. Uh, <laughs> you know, where you get that really weird chemical so aftertaste? True. So I true. hate that. Mm-hmm. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code PAT, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code PAT for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, uh, somebody found something running through their backyard. They picked it up on one of their, uh, one of their video feeds. Their surveillance feed, you know, everybody's got videos mm-hmm. outside their home now. And something ran across the backyard. Mm. Tell me what you think this is, because the woman huh. called and reported a baby dinosaur had run through her yard. <laughs> it's what it is. Uh, and look at baby Doesn't that di- look like a baby dinosaur? A total it baby does. dinosaur. Like, it looks where, like a little velociraptor. Wearing a do-rag, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know what that is. That's like Deion you Sanders might... would wear that do-rag. It's yeah. just like a... Yeah. You know, on his head there. That does look like something. Totally. It maybe came oh, from yeah, the nice, Oh, nice screenshot pause there. Yeah, it was. That was... Uh, so, so I mean, I think the only explanation is that it's a baby dinosaur since it's 2021. Right. What else could it be? But would that surprise you in 2021? No. There's nothing left no. that would surprise me. No. Oh, okay. Baby dinosaur like, happened. I don't hmm. understand. Weird. Like, we can... All the stuff that's happened in this world, I can't get peanut butter vodka... I mean, seriously, when are we going to invent that? We now have a baby dinosaur. Mm-hmm. We have video of a baby dinosaur, and I can't get peanut butter flavored vodka. I don't know. But understand. you want peanut, peanut butter flavored vodka? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love peanut butter and All I love right. vodka. And, the, the two and you have, can't get the two. The, the two combined. have never That's really met weird. at the same place. Huh. Hurts my heart. Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Speaking of uh, NASA, as we were moments ago. Yeah. They're uh, finding that these fast radio bursts, the FRBs, these mysterious energetic blasts that are coming from somewhere else in the universe, they're deeper than we realized. Oh, then we can relax. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They've been looking for the source of the signals for years, with the first of them being found more than a decade ago, but scientists are still puzzled by what could be causing them. As they hunt for an answer, they have found both more of the bursts as well as uh, gathered increased detail uh, about what those that have already been detected, uh, what they are. Hmm. Uh, FRBs last for around a millisecond, 
but they pack in as much energy as the sun releases in three days. Boy, that doesn't sound promising. What? What? That's terrifying. Wow. Radio signals that are wow. a third the strength of the sun in one day? That's that's crazy. They last a millisecond, but they there's as much energy as the sun gives off in three days. That is crazy. I don't like that fact. The source for such powerful blasts remains unknown. Speculation has pointed to everything from black holes to alien civilizations. Oh, yeah. But they're likely to be the result of collapsing stars. Oh, that's boring. Now researchers have discovered that the radio signals are coming to us at lower frequencies than we previously realized. Mm. We detected fast radio bursts down to 110 megahertz, where before these bursts were only known to exist down to 300 megahertz. Mm. You know what that means. What's that? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Wait, you just asked me, (laughs) or you said it. I said it. Insinuated that you know what that means, of course. Right, right. No, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know what it means. Well, yes, I do. It tells us that the region around the source of the bursts must be transparent to low-frequency emission. Oh, and duh. you know what that means, right? No way. Known. <laughs> tell us. Tell. Why don't you just tell, <laughs> pretend we don't know? Just pretend we don't know what that means, Pat. Well, it suggests mm-hmm. really that all low frequency emission would be yeah. absorbed right away and could never be detected. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, but I'm and glad you know you... what that means. You know why that's important. So, oh, I don't need to explain that to you. Again, why don't you just <laughs> pretend that? But just like talk to me like nah, I don't I'm have five. time. I don't have time. I wish I did. I just don't have, you don't time. have time. No, I don't have time to do it. Really? I was gonna get into it, but uh, yeah, there's just no. Corby, time. does he have time? No, I don't have time. He's he's saying you do have time. Corby doesn't know. He what? doesn't. He doesn't know when yeah, the show is. Anybody ends. knows Corby knows. He's Corby's, the one watching the clock. He's pretty new to the show. He's what? only been doing this for how long's it been, Corby? Like six months. He knows how to tell time. Six times? months or so. Six months See? or so. Six eight months, as Glenn would say. <laughs> Six, eight months, something like that. Just too muck and fudge. We need a future bingo square that says six, six eight months. Six, eight months. Why isn't it six or seven months? It's six, eight months. Like, that is his only unit of time. <laughs> references six, yeah. eight months. Six, eight months. Time. Whatever. Every, every time. And it's like, Glenn, it was last week. <laughs> Why'd you just say it was six, eight months ago? <laughs> yeah, it's great. So I still don't know what that means, by the way. Yeah, I know you're not going to. Uh, maybe I'll tell you after the show. Okay, cool. If I have some time, All but right. I, I doubt I good. will. Cool. I doubt that I will. Doubt you will. Yeah, I got a lot to do today. Can you, can you come? I have over? a lot to do. I've I got cookies to make. Okay. Oh. Well, my wife does. My wife has cookies. You got to supervise. Make, but I have to supervise. Got to sample yeah. the wares. By the way, if you'd like to sample them. They are the best uh, cookies on this planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, com is where you can go and get them. And we're serving the entire nation now. Wow. Not the entire planet yet, but it's America first. Has anyone ordered from... com Guam yet? I don't know. Because I would like to know how long it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. And I also want to know, because, I mean, these cookies, there's a mass to them. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know what happens to Guam. If it tips over right. and uh, capsizes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll look into it, though. Well, the only I'll way we're going to find out is if somebody orders from Kexi.com. Right. That from Guam. Guam. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, back in 2013... Uh, Joe Scarborough sounded a little bit different on uh, voter ID. 
than he sounds today as he with the rest of the channel on it all the rest of the buffoons at msnbc continue to talk about how racist georgia's law is Mm. and how they should be boycotted and we shouldn't have anything to do with them and it's great that the major league baseball organization moved their all-star game to denver and out of georgia uh because heaven forbid anybody ask a voter to show an id Mm -hmm. well here's what he said about ids back in 2013 highest minority turnout in the history of the united states of america 2012 in 2012 Mm. and all we heard voter suppression voter so and i just sat there going you know the media is going right along with this talking about voter Mm -hmm. suppression any story they can find they're going to whip them in whip them into a frenzy democratic donors democratic base democrats are going to be whipped into a frenzy they're going to run around saying voter suppression voter suppression i think the court decision you can link it back to those other horrific voter suppressions because the motives no, were the same. Obviously, no, not as dastardly, but the motive up. was to limit well, minority turnout. Donnie, that's just not true. I've always Thank you. this administration and the mainstream media that followed right behind like lap dogs, they all put that presumption in people's heads. Like, let's say myself, or you, you will say to me, because you know me, you've known. But Joe, this isn't you. If you ran all of these states, uh, if you were the Secretary of State right. in all these states, the equivalent of what runs the voting i wouldn't have an issue but you're not wow Mm. huh what happened to joe since then huh i want to know what happened to harold ford jr yeah right you don't see him much anymore do you he's out of politics i'm looking this up the financial advisor he's a financial advisor now yeah let's see does he still appear on msnbc managing director pundit author yeah anyway because he was a rising star because of that show really right but yeah isn't that funny joe scarborough yeah uh, the Donnie Deutsch or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> no, they're very much associated with the with the laws, the Jim Crow laws. Not as past. dastardly. The motivation's the same. What? What? Where do you get that? Where do you get that's the motivation? First of all, first of all, oh, no. uh, minorities have IDs. Uh, again, his is the racist position right. that they don't. He's assuming they don't, and they can't. Uh, Republicans are assuming they have ID that they can show at the poll. They're also assuming it because they have ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't know how they get away with this when the polls show seventy to eighty percent of blacks uh, are fine with voter ID. Why? Because they have ID. Yeah, when, if you're a minority, when do you get sick and tired of being I don't know. used like this? I don't know. To push this 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 ridiculous narrative. <sighs> By the way, I went and early voted uh, yesterday. We started that here in Texas for our May 1st elections. By the way, uh, it was a Donnie Anthony running for mayor of Arlington who came in here. Oh, yeah. So she's running as well. Mm-hmm. Not in my town. Right. But uh, can you believe this? I went to vote... And they asked me for my ID. What oh, the bastard? And I said, what? what? Do I look black? <laughs> Why are you asking me that question? <laughs> anyway. Uh. It's just, it's common sense. I just, how are, the things that we have to discuss, how are they topics in any universe? It's just is so frustrating. It's so frustrating that this is what we have to talk about and defend every day. The, that people have ID. That people know where the driver's license bureau is, where the DMV is, where you can get an ID. 
<laughs> that uh, that they can turn on a computer by themselves. All of these things that the left accuses them of not being able to do, that Joe Biden accuses them of not being able to do. It's really something. It is so racist. And yet, somehow, they turn this around on the GOP and point the finger of racism at us. Right. Do they, it's incredible. Do they get together and say, okay, well, look, minorities don't have an ID. Let's get together and let's organize so that they can all get their IDs, right? But that's not the kind of stuff that no. they get together for. Instead, they're, they're getting on private jets and flying to Minnesota to try to start a race war. That's what they're doing. They're not mm-hmm. saying, hey, let's all get together in these disadvantaged communities and make sure that everybody gets in line for a government ID. We'll set up a government ID tent here in the middle of name the town, mm-hmm. and we'll go and we'll canvas and we'll make sure, hey, why don't you fill this out? I'll go get you an ID. No, that's they don't want integrity in our elections. They want to be able to manipulate them. And by the way, you said you early voted uh, yesterday? I did. Right? Do you know in Delaware... The home state of the president of the United States. They don't have early voting at all. Is that right? Yeah, not at all. They don't even have early voting to where minorities can go ahead of the election and place their vote. That sounds like racism to me. Sure does. I mean, if it walks like a duck. And it sounds like a duck and it talks like a duck. Well, quacks like a duck. It must, must be a duck. We have the duck. Did I get that right? Thank you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Here on Pack Ray on the